0: Rock. Uh, rock. Rock. Uh, rock. Rock. Uh, rock. 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 It's time. Uh, rock. To jam, y'all. Uh, rock. Freaks. Uh, rock. Get up against rock. the wall. Uh, rock.
1: Well, alright. It's Rock and Roll Death Brigade Podcast with me, Randy Rocket Cody of the TheMetalDen.com. It is September 20th, 2022, Tuesday. Hope everyone's doing good out there and uh, having a good start to your new week. Uh, We've had a lot of crazy stuff going on. Um, Just had the news uh, reported that the the Queen of England passed away. We've had all sorts of other crazy things happening in the heavy metal world. So we'll start to cover the news that you'll find at TheMetalDen.com right now. Uh, Ozzy has landed his first number one on the album uh, top album sales chart for Billboard with patient number nine Very first time uh, the Ozzy has landed that number one spot Uh, He sold what was equivalent to fifty two thousand five hundred units in the United States diamond head has debuted a new music video for sweet and innocent the lost original mix Ministry has canceled their Fall European UK tour. Demu Bourgeois, Puritanical Euphoric Misanthropia, Remixed and Remastered. you got Into the Darkness with Randy Rocket Cody. That's part two of my new uh, interview with uh, Nora Finch, Rock Your Life podcast. Meshuga has debuted a new music video. Vector, Dropped by Century Media Records. Wow, what a turn of events. Yet Vector had just been signed by Century Media, and then literally uh, within the 24, 40 hour, 48-hour period, they were, they were dropped. Uh, there's a whole bunch of information you can learn about what happened exactly. In Flames has debuted a new single. Corrosion of Conformity has U.S. tour dates announced. So check out all that latest news that you'll find at the As well, you'll find the, the reporting. That, that I've been doing. For so the d- different stories, you know, from Chris Cornell, Chester Bankton you'll find that in the reports section up in the menu. As well, if you visit randyrocketcody.com, you'll find all the latest news and reports relating to all my occult uh, investigations. Now, I'm going to play a little snippet from my uh, part two of the interview with Nora Finch uh, on her Rock Your Life podcast. She's asked me some more interview questions about my investigations. Uh, into the occult, and so you'll find uh, you'll find that that's got a lot of good information, and it's about an hour and 15 minutes long, and it's available on YouTube. If you just Google Nora Finch, you'll find her channel. All right, well, before we get rocking with some music, talk about some of the things that will be going on coming up. Uh, we'll have in October. On October 5th, I'll be back on FM Rock Radio with host Ryan O'Neill on station WQEE. in Atlanta, Georgia, home of The Walking Dead. Don't want to miss that. Uh, Got a lot of different stuff that I'll be reporting on coming up in October, so it's going to be a a real heavy slate of different uh, things that I'll be, you know, deep diving into. Of course, a lot of people are still asking questions about the frazzle drip, and so we'll have more information coming about that, how that ties to Chris Cornell, Chester Bennington, uh, murder investigations. As I've put out my theory there since 2017 that I believe that they were both murdered for the work uh, they were doing to expose the uh, the elite's human trafficking and abduction of children all across America and all across the world. Alright, well listen, I want to send thanks out to everyone who's been supporting my work out there. You know who you are. i got Troy, my buddy Troy. I've got all sorts of different people that are you know, on Facebook. Unfortunately, I've been suspended for 30 days on Facebook right now. I'm not able to respond to any comments or messages uh, You know on any of my reports. I'm not allowed to make any posts anywhere not even on my personal page So that's why I'm missing in action on Facebook. It was all because I just posted the story about uh, someone wanting to press uh, uh, charges on the indecent exposure seen out the stadium tour I put up a, a story in the group section on the Metal Sludge group on Facebook and with Tommy Lee jumping up in the air with no clothes on but holding his balls in his hand and that got me busted. So here this guy Tommy Lee can, you know, show his his a and on all the different platforms and he doesn't get suspended, but I show a story about his you know him showing his his junk and I get suspended. So what kind of sense does that make? You know that doesn't make any sense so i'll be back some point in the middle of uh october at that point uh to be able to to make any of those posts happen again apparently but i have a lot of good stuff going on as well with tmd band promotions a lot of bands are going to be signing up you know but Bi- uh president biden just announced that the pandemic is over that's that's the first official word that that's it's been uh you know, uh, something I know a lot of people wanted to hear. Uh, it's just not the problem that it used to be. So now a lot of people are starting to uh, loosen up. And, and you know, you're starting to see more bands get out there and play shows. And so that's big, big time for my promotion service. And so I've got a lot of bands that are going to be uh, getting introduced to you all. I'm working with some really hot, exciting acts. And we'll be doing some uh, really big things coming up here. So definitely get ready for that. You can uh, always check me out. Uh, Reverb nation with the metal Dan uh, That's where the lethal promo roster is and you can as well uh, visit uh, RandyRocketCody.com for any uh, other updates all right, well before we get rocking with some music the one last thing I want to say is uh, You know definitely crazy times are going through right now I my interview that I did with Nora Finch talks more about the Saturn death cult and how that relates to everything that you're seeing going on today with all the the mass shootings and all these uh, false flag events being perpetrated by the Illuminati and and how that all relates historically back to Saturn uh, and the whole mythology behind Saturn uh, from from the Greek myth- mythological standpoint so it's a really interesting stuff you definitely want to check it out this is just a little snippet I'll be involving uh, or including here in the podcast uh, but uh, you'll be able to, if you want to go check out the the full interview, it's an hour and 15 minutes. You can uh, check that out here at TheMetalDen.com. All right, let's get rocking with some music. Well, that's what these guys practice was black magic. They've been practicing black magic for thousands of years in this world. Okay, and here in here in the United States, the United States was completely founded on that principle. Their secret plate, like if you look at a lot of the different structures in Washington D.C., they're actually set up so that it actually will represent a lot of these things that we're talking about. And it'll, it'll do it in, in symbology. It'll do it in the way things are shaped. Uh, it'll, it, it'll do things like, like, I said, with the black cube, it'll have that represented. There's actually many different monuments throughout the world that you can, that are actually black cube, like statue type things that you can, that you'll see that are put out there by the elite. Okay. To, to continually, you know, push this agenda. Uh, the black cube represents mind control. And so that's MK ultra, if any of you have heard of that, and that relates to all this stuff that I, I've been writing about with Chris Cornell and Chester Bankton with the, uh, the child abductions and the case is going back to the McMartin Preschool and the gentleman with the Presidio daycare scandal, uh, who, was, who was involved in the military in America. Uh, his name is Michael Aquino. He was also the second uh, man in command with the Church of Satan. And in the late 60s, he then he and then he started his own Temple of Seth in, in 1975. Now, that being the Egyptian uh, the Egyptian deity, Seth. Is, is directly related to Satan and Saturn. Yeah, the agenda of the New World Order is what they're going to do is they're going to basically put the whole entire world into one in, into one controlled kind of environment. There's not going to be any more lines. There's not going it's going to be it's a New World Order. Okay, it's going to be a one world government. It's going to be a one world leader. That's fine. It's it's there's people who are going to say that's the first knee jerk thing to say because that's what you you're, you're 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 brainwashed into thinking that. And if you're not brainwashed into thinking that, then you're just a a control operative. You're someone who's 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 potentially already a part of the coven in some part of this country. People have to understand these these covens there's over 56 uh, if I've got the number right 56,000 Masonic lodges in the United States of America alone. The government has secretly, <clears throat> the government has secretly had its its. Well, listen, the, the truth is that the government has has secretly been in uh, uh, in line with Satan from the start of this thing, and and in league with Satan. And so, because because of that, all that history that I talked about, so everything's had to be set up through secret societies, and these secret societies are like the Hellfire Club. Uh, the Freemasons, the Shriners, these are different. Now they'll have a front put on that makes it look like that. You know, you got little guys with little tassels on the hat collecting money out in the middle of the street. Well, though, you've got different levels, and it goes all the way up to 33rd degree. And typically, you know, most of the people that get into these into these uh, different secret societies, they're not told anything about Satan. It's it's meant to be a God-fearing organization. And, and they put this on so that they can collect money from the people. But in, in reality, in the dark corridors of those Masonic lodges, they're doing satanic rituals and they're killing kids. And this has been going on for a long time. Well, you got it you'd have to spend some time and you'd have to go read <laughs> so yeah if you're ready to do some reading you can visit my site RandyRocketCody.com. you can you can go to the metalbandcom there's a reports section in the menu that will take you to all the different uh, reports I've written directly related to rock star uh, murders what I call uh you know assassinations of, of top celebrities in, in in the rock and roll business that's what you'll find on Melden.com related to Chris Cornell Chester Bankton Kurt Cobain um, Randy Rocket Cody is more uh, gets in with uh, stuff that's not necessarily directly related to uh, the heavy metal music as much it's more like I've, I've been I just wrote a report about Brandon Lee and and, and how his death is tied to the, the Saturn death cult it, it, he was he was murdered and it was done on purpose, part of a, of a satanic ritual. And what I do in the report is I'll show you through uh, numerology and what's called geomantria, uh, different types of things that will show you that this stuff has already been predestined. It's, it's been earmarks in our world to happen this way. And so that's really what uh, black magic and, and how this all gets back to all the stuff like the snuff films. And the stuff that's been uh, talked about with frazzle Drip, uh, Swordfish. that This is the computer file that Chris Cornell supposedly had received. It's believed he received it uh, from the guy from Blink-182. And I, I can't think of his, his name right now. Tom, Tom DeLong. Tom DeLong has been involved with John Podesta. And this whole, uh, what's being called the, the alien conspiracy. And that there's going to be uh, something's going to be told to us about the existence of aliens here soon. Tom DeLong's a musician, but he's been working with uh, people who are outside of the government, who at, t- at times have worked in the government, they've kind of left the US government because of different reasons, because they didn't feel they were being told the truth about what's going on with aliens. And so, supposedly, Chris Cornell had received a computer file that had this frazzled drip snuff film that depicts Hillary Clinton and this. Uh, Uma Abedin, which is the, the wife of Anthony Weiner. Now, we all know what happened with Anthony Weiner, right? That that should probably get a good get a little chuckle. Uh, that's all legit stuff. This is not made up. He really did go to prison for what he did. He was texting Andre H. Girl. What they found inside of his uh, briefcase uh, shocked NYPD to the core because it was the snuff film of Hillary Clinton. And it's been buried, it's been said that it's not real. They they don't want this getting out. I have done my own investigation and have gone into the dark web. A lot of you have no idea what that is. It's not a little. It's not a. It's not a. It's not something you can go on your, your PS5 and check out. Okay. <laughs> you need you need to have some different software for this. Okay, and trust me, you don't want to play with it. It's like like I tell people because I study demonology. And I'm talking about I read some of the darkest books that ever existed. And there's spell books that, are in, that lead to incantations and summonings of demons. Okay? If you get into this stuff, I tread tread safely. Because you, you can bring things upon yourself. Uh, I'm very serious about this. And the same thing, once you go and go venture into... I have actually a source that went into the dark web for me. to substantiate that this snuff film does exist with Hillary Clinton. There's an actual audio. Now, I got... I got not just suspended. I got kicked off and terminated from YouTube and Twitter because of this. No no strikes given. I didn't have any strikes. No reason given. They just took me down. Okay? And that's because I was bringing out too much of the knowledge, too much actual evidence uh, that, that was starting to open people's eyes, and, and they just couldn't have that. And because I was reaching so many people. I mean, we're talking, uh, you know, I was reaching just on my personal just on my personal uh, Twitter, in the year 2017, I was well over hundreds of millions. Just, just between my personal uh, and the Metal Den Twitter, it was in that region. That's just for me promoting it. That's not me. The other sites, Detroit News, have a Twitter. You start to, you know, you start to tally all and compound all the numbers of the people that were seeing what I was because I was being published everywhere. Now I don't know if I'm the darling of the Illuminati because. I couldn't understand why they were letting me get away with this. Because usually people that are, are doing this kind of whistleblowing, they get they get waxed. They get taken out. Okay, because that's the oath that you take once you join one of these covens. And that's why I'm explaining to you. You can be, and this is why you got to be careful. It's just like anything. If you are in one of these groups, these secret societies, and they bring you along and you do enough things and making them happy, They're going to take you aside one day and say, you know what? You've you've risen to the level that we want you at. We want you to know that you're now part of this. You're part of this in a very special way. But we also want you to know that we don't actually worship, worship God. We reject Jesus Christ. We worship Satan. And if you say anything to anybody about this from this point on, we're going to kill your entire family one by one and send you video of it. Now, what would you do if someone told you that? You would be very scared and you would say, oh, my God, I'm in, I'm in trouble now. I'm standing with guys in black robes who, are, who want to do some kind of ritual with me to get me indoctrinated into the Illuminati. And if I say anything, they're going to kill my family. You're basically screwed. OK, so that's how they get you. They use blackmail also. They can set you up through prostitution, through uh, different types of, of uh, ways to get you set up with kids and take and take you know footage of you with kids so if you're a politician anybody of any uh, power that thinks you're a hot shot they'll set you up and they'll bring you in that way so they can silence people very quickly yes Yeah, well, you know what, I, I think how your listeners need to understand that, how it really connected with me in a real profound way uh, around this time, 2017, 2018, was when I was working on those cases, I was I had just finished a screenplay that, that I had written. I've been writing screenplays on and off for, for a while uh, for shits and giggles, and but I had decided because my family and my father's side, they were kind of secretive, and I really didn't get to know much about them before they all passed away, including my father. And my father had been involved in organized crime. That's all I was told. And I lived in Los Angeles growing up, and, and he was in, they were in Chicago and in Arkansas. And I only saw them very few times. My father was in prison for, for many of the years I was a young, young kid. So what I started to do is I, I, I wrote this screenplay because I found out from, directly from my grandmother that uh, she was very close friends um, with Al Capone. Um, I was actually born in Cook County. And so this is actually the backyard of where the what's called the Chicago outfit of the mafia okay, came from. And so her, her stepfather, a guy named O.J. Ellis, and there's a newspaper clipping out there of this from 1928 that I found. Um, he was involved in, in one of the speakeasies. The the Capone brothers, uh, Ralph and Al, basically ran speakeasies during the Prohibition and were able to get the booze out to the people. You know, you could come in to speakeasy and have fun and, and get drunk and whatnot. Everything was controlled by the mafia, okay? That's the same thing now. The mafia controls everything. They control porn. They control the rock and roll industry. Many ways it controls the banking industry. And many ways it controls politics. We all have to do is look back what happened to JFK. Okay, so this is not anything I'm making up. This is all very real. Now, once I started to talk to my grandmother, and she actually, at the end of her life, she made some audio tapes. Whether I'm not going to put, I'm going to get those audio tapes put up, or I'm going to write a book about this, it's going to, give people an opportunity maybe have uh, the, uh, an audio tape attached to it so you can hear this stuff. It's it's, it's groundbreaking. Um, my father was, was connected to all of it because he grew up in it. And so even though he had done some legitimate things, he was a vice president of US Shoes at one time. Um, he ran a, a Beverly Hills Jazz Club. At one point, he was on the radio in Las Vegas. He all did all sorts of things. But at the end of the day, my father was – was connected to the mob. And he was involved in what's called loan sharking. And in the in the 1980s, early 1980s, my father got busted for one less count than John Gotti got. Okay, his attorney was a guy named Efflee Bailey. I don't know if any of you heard of him, but he was a he was part of the O.J. Simpson trial. Uh F. Lee Bailey is is an extremely famous Freemason. So the only way you get that done is if my family's Freemason. So that's what I found out now that my grandmother was actually a female Freemason. And that explains why she was so rich and not doing anything. Uh, she was connected to the mafia. And because of that, she was given a dog track in Florida. You know, they raced their dogs around. Okay, so she was a part of all of that. And she that's how she lived off when I was knowing her back in the 80s when she was in her 70s then. And I'm hanging out with her having lunch. You know, I'm like... 14, 15, 16, and she's telling me about this Al Capone. You know, this guy's such a legend. I just couldn't believe. Him. I literally almost fell on my seat when she told me. She's the most. You, you just would not think this would come out of my grandmother. You know, she's just she was adorable, but she was telling me all this stuff, and I just could not believe it. It was hard for me to process it. It took me a long time to come to terms with it. But over the years, and and of, of studying this subject, uh, particularly the mafia, and and really going and looking at the, uh, in the archives and newspapers all, all across the country where these all like, things were taking place, I really focused in on the, um, uh, which is a big part of my screenplay, and this can be found on Scribd. This is called uh, Public Enemy Number One. It's copyrighted, and it is for sale currently at $7 million, so it would be the highest sale in Hollywood history for a screenplay if it sells. Uh, basically, this really focuses on the St. Valentine's Day Massacre. Which I found out was a false flag event. That's described and explained all in detail and how I believe it happened, um, why it was all being done to set up Al Capone because his power was becoming too great in the city. And there was little belief that he could actually run for mayor and win. Uh, this guy was a legend to the to the to the extreme. People have no idea what this dude was about. He was like the he was like the original Batman. He literally had his. Uh, his way of doing things, um, and he had an actual his his bulletproof uh, Cadillac was literally like the Batmobile. Uh, it, had, it had it it had smoke screen, had all these different things on it, and you know his 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 goons shooting from it, you know. Uh, they had cops chasing them and stuff. It and this is back in the 1920s, in the Roaring Twenties. So he was literally one of the richest men in the world at the time, at the height of his fame, and he was only in his late 20s. So he was very extremely powerful. Now my grandmother at that time, she was an operator, uh, uh, an elevator operator at the age of 18 at Marshall Fields, okay? She became friendly with Al Capone. She was a very good looking girl. He took a liking to her and that's what this movie's about. She became his protege and that's how it really was. And her stepfather, O.J. Ellis got busted the speakeasy got taken down. They pulled out all sorts of the racket, the uh the, the gambling equipment, all sorts of you know, unmarked dollars and 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 money and what they what what was uh he did not turn a rat on the Capone brothers. So because of that, that put her in good with the Capones and, and Al Capone. Well, we want to relate it to the first responders. And we talked about it earlier because you had, you've never really been a, a first, on a first responder situation. Um, people have to understand first responders just on emergency people, like the, the paramedics and stuff showing up. Typically, when there's an accident, a, a car accident or like that, citizens can, can run up to the scene to try to help somebody. That's a first responder.
2: Instead
0: of titties. Whoa. Bro! Bro! Titties! 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 More titties over here, bro! 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 Cameraman's looking for titties. He's not even looking over here. yo yeah, bro! More titties, dude. There's more. Listen well, out, ladies, don't be scared. I'll show you mine Let's go. Well, fuck. well that is more like it, Boston. Thank you, ladies. I love you. Oh man. Speaking, speaking of fucking love. I can't even tell you how much love and gratitude. I have for this fucking whole tour, and fucking all of us getting back together again, and fucking having one big ass fucking party. Goddamn, I love you. And
2: can I play a little piano for you? I respect people that can make it work man I've I've been through it a few times and I, I set myself up for it I know that I do I get some really I go for the fucking women that are just gonna rip my heart out I'm attracted to heartbreakers I am I love those women you go up to them and they go hi hi there hi listen is that your heart that's my kind of girl The ones that are really honest about it, you know, I like those. The girls will just tell you right up front, I'm not gonna hurt you like the others. No. No, I'm gonna show you a whole new fucking level of emotional pain. They were amateurs, but you're gonna beg for those bitches by the time I get through with you. First, I'm gonna fuck all your friends.
0: Every single one of your friends, I'm gonna fuck them! Guys, you've for ten years.
2: And then I'm gonna leave you about seven, eight thousand dollars in debt, and uh, ruin your credit, get your phone disconnected, and just for kicks, I'm gonna talk into giving me your car. <laughs> You look like a juvenile delinquent.